Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Welcome to Concussion Talk Podcast. My name is Nick Mercer. I write Concussion Talk, www.concussiontalk.com. This is episode 23, and I'll be talking to Siobhan Karam. Siobhan is a physiotherapist at Sports Medicine Specialist in Toronto. She is also a member of Sport Physiotherapy Canada and helped organize a symposium on concussions in sport, which was held last week in Toronto. Siobhan tells us about the symposium, what was discussed, and some of the highlights. I asked her about how she treats concussions as a physiotherapist and at her clinic in Toronto. Okay, I'm talking to Siobhan Karen now, and uh, I will ask her to introduce herself and tell where she has worked and what she does as a physiotherapist and as a athlete. So, Siobhan? Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Siobhan Karam. I'm a physiotherapist in Toronto at a private sports medicine clinic called Sports Medicine Specialists. Um, it's owned by Dr. Clearfield and Dr. Ogilvy Harris. I did my schooling in Ottawa. I did my master's of physiotherapy at the University of Ottawa. I did my undergrad in kinesiology at the University of Windsor. Um, I was in Windsor for about eight years uh, due to figure skating, so I was a competitive ice dancer for Canada. I trained in Michigan, in Canton, and in Bloomfield Hills, so I decided to pursue my education there as well, and so that's why I was at University of Windsor for so long. Um, I also coach figure skating. I coach ice dance at the Toronto Cricket and Curling Club with Andrew Hallam. We have a great team of ice dancers. Um, this week, they're all in Montreal competing at Skate Canada Challenge. So it's the qualifiers for nationals. So I'm rooting for them from Toronto. Um, I also focus my practice in concussion rehabilitation and management. I started to get involved about two years ago. Um, we implemented a great new protocol at Sports Medicine Specialists. Um, and so, yeah, that's my background. Oh, great. So it sounds like you have a lot of a lot of background in concussion in sport. And actually, that leads me to my next question. But so last week in Sport Physiotherapy Canada, 
had a symposium in Toronto about concussions in sports. So, and you helped you help organize it. So can yeah, that's you, Derek. So can you just talk about that? Like, who was there? The whole the general who was there? How who spoke? How many speakers? What their what the reception was? So, sure. Thanks. Um. So just a little background. Um. Sport Physiotherapy Canada is a national organization. Um. And we just started. We just put together a concussion committee. Um. So on that committee, we have myself, uh, Catherine Schneider, Jenny Day, Deanna Molden, Heather Clegg, and Mark Rosardo. Um, and these are all physiotherapists from around the country that basically focus their practice in concussion care as well. And we put together a symposium. We only worked on it for about three months, so we had great turnout. Um, we sold out our venue. We only had 160 spots, and we sold out almost immediately. Um, everyone knows it's such a hot topic, so I guess it got a lot of publicity. Um, and we had some great, great, great speakers from around Canada and even some from the States. And I think uh, the high-caliber names definitely uh, were part of the, the big show up at the conference. Um, so in terms of speakers, we had, so we had Catherine Schneider spoke herself and she's a part of the Calgary group. Um, Mark Rosardo from BC, um, he's involved in a lot of soccer and so he spoke as well. We had Dr. Tater, the neurosurgeon from Toronto. We also had Pam Fuseli from Parachute Canada. We had John Letty who spoke, he came from Buffalo and he talked about the physiological considerations of concussion. We also had Megan Adams. Um, we had Isabel Gagnon, who came from Montreal. We had Martin Mazarek, and he came from Edmonton. We had Linda Mainwaring. She's a psychologist. She's based out of Toronto. We had Dr. Shirley Blanc. She's an optometrist. Um, we had Agnes Mikowski come. She's also from Toronto, and she works with figure skating and wheelchair basketball. We had Dr. Jamie Kissick speak. Uh, he's from Ottawa, and he was in town actually with the Red Black, so he was here for the win, and he spoke at another conference and then came to ours, so he was here for a lot of things. Um, we had Tracy Blake, also from Calgary. And then we had Shannon Layden speak, trackside. Um, she's involved in speed skating, so she actually was at an event this weekend and, and did a kind of a play-by-play -play from there. Um, and then our special guest, we had Frank Wolf, who is one of the owners of Sway, which is a, a balance app for concussions. And he came from Oklahoma, and he helped sponsor the conference. And then um, we also had Aleko Eskandarian, who was a former MLS soccer player. He was a fantastic speaker. He uh, ended his MLS career with four concussions. So um, he really showed us the emotional side of things and took yeah. us through his life and his battle with concussions. So it was a great day. It was a fantastic turnout. Um, I wish we would have had two days, so I think next year we'll make it longer. I also wish we would have had a bigger venue because I think we could have had at least 500 people wow. there. Um, and so, yeah, this was the first, first conference that Sport Physiotherapies put together, and it was a huge success. So I think it'll be annual after this. We're not sure if we'll keep it in Toronto every year or whether or not we'll spread it around Canada. So we still have to have a meeting soon, and we'll try to uh, nail down our spot for next year. Cool. Great. So there, is there anything in particular, any highlights of speakers that always oh, you said a skater talk soccer player was very big highlight? Any scientific or medical highlights or bigger um, or noticeable for, yeah. you, for, you, for you, your practice? Yeah. So, I mean, all the speakers were fantastic. Yeah. Um, 
in terms of new information for all of our guests, um, Dr. Shirley Blanc, she's the optometrist. And I think what we're lacking in a lot of concussion research and in concussion management is the ocular motor um, and vision side of things. So she went down just to the basic physiology um, of vision and kind of the, she went through the basics of how we see and what we need to basically navigate through space and stay balanced and stay grounded. And I think that added such a nice component to the conference um, because everyone seemed um, very new to it. No one seemed to have any background with this topic. So she was, she was great. I'm so happy we had her. Um, and John Luddy from Buffalo was also, he was great. He, um, he talked a lot about the physiological side of things and he's basically the one that has done all the literature around exercise and concussions. And I, I think a lot of his work has really changed our mentality from resting in a dark room and immobilizing patients and, and keeping them home to let's get them on the bike, let's get them exercising. He's developed the whole topic of sub-symptom threshold exercise. Okay. And, I mean, it's paid off in my practice. I think people what's, get better with that? exercise. What's up, what is sub Sub-symptom threshold would be exercising until you hit that threshold of when your symptoms come on. And then you take a certain percentage of that heart rate and you have your patients exercise at that heart rate. Let's say about 30 minutes a day on a bike or on a treadmill or whatever they need for their specific sport. And it's getting all the benefits of exercise. So, I mean, it helps combat depression and anxiety. It helps all the natural endorphin release. It helps with stress. It helps with healing. Um, It helps with so many things. So I think it's such an important component. And it was really nice for all of our guests just to have him show all the literature that's backing that up and really, really good scientific evidence. So it does take a lot of of testing to get to find that substantive threshold. It takes testing to do that. Mm-hmm. And we're yeah. all we're all scared for years to get our patients exercising when we don't know what could happen to them. Yeah. Um, I mean, we we're so cautious for so many years just to keep it safe, um, and now we're finding that keeping it safe is not really the best thing. And I mean, in the physio world, with all of our other injuries, we 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 rarely immobilize patients unless there's a fracture that's yeah. um, unstable or could right. be displaced. Yeah. Yeah. But besides that, we've all, we've learned that exercise is key to healing and exercise is the one thing that can counter so many different diseases and um, physical conditions. So, I mean, I mean, I'm sure you know just from your own experience um, with yeah. your brain injury that exercise is probably what got you back to Definitely. where you're at today. Definitely. So, and yeah, uh, found- you're, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, so I found his talk was crucial in just really getting that message across to all of our guests. And as you know, I found you said the, the optometrist that because I still have, I've had double vision since my brain injury 13 years ago. So I found that I've seen I know how that so I know how vision affects balance and and just awareness of proprioception basically. So exactly. And so Maybe I found you that need to see a neurooptometric specialist. You need I, to see. I've, I've, seen neuro, <laughs> I've seen a neuro I've seen a but uh, but not in, there's none in Newfoundland. So yeah. I haven't seen one here. So I went to Ottawa, Phoenix, which is which is good, but you know, I need to guess me more, but, yeah. but yeah, but, um, so I show you, so the, all these talk about dizziness and, and balance and stuff. So you, you are a figure skating coach and you were a competitive figure skater. So yeah. what I would say now, as I mentioned to you, I know that figure skating is a lot of balance and dizziness is big huge part of it and so you got to focus on so actually let's start off when you were a figure skater yourself how did you 
how do you how did you general how is generally you're taught to combat dizziness when you're doing spins and jumps and jumps and spins and all that so how do you how are you taught to combat it okay well as a figure skater um i guess you don't really think of it when you're competing but now looking yeah. back um i hadn't had i hadn't sustained any concussions back when i was an athlete um but you learn you do learn to spot you learn to check when you're spinning but I find it's funny when you're off the ice for a couple of weeks and you go back on and you start doing your twizzles or your spinning motions, you are very dizzy and it's hard to recover and keep going through your programs when you are dizzy. But um, a healthy vestibular system can adapt quite quickly. And so you, the dizziness does go down. It decreases steadily as the more you skate. And so the more you practice your spins, the yeah. less dizzy you yeah. get. Um, so the, the 30 seconds of stars turns into two seconds of stars turns into no stars yeah, after yeah. spinning. So wow. the body, when it, with the brain, when it's healthy, um, it adapts training. really quickly and you take it for granted. Actually, I take, took it for granted as an athlete. And then I recently sustained a concussion, uh, back in March. And, um, one of the biggest things I've noticed is when I get back on the ice with my kids, it's if I'm spinning or showing them quick head motions, um, it's hard to stabilize. It's hard to kind of feel where I am in space. And I know that's definitely an effect from the concussion. Um, all of our dynamic stability um, is affected by the vision and the vestibular system. So um, it plays a huge role in it. So do you have any specific exercises you teach your, your, your kids? So how old are these kids you're teaching? So my, my students range from, I'd say, age 8 to age 20. Um, I mean, I've taught a variety of kids from three years old up to 30 years old. Um, but right now with our ice dance group at the cricket club, they're in that teenage range. Um, we don't, dizziness is not really a problem for them. Like I said, we take it for yeah. granted. Yeah. It's more, we do repetition with the spins and the twizzles to help improve the quality of the turns. So and with that, they're, tra they're training their vestibular systems yeah, without so even knowing you, it. You say like after a while, you first, you're spinning, you say, okay, can be dizzy and then they're dizzy for a while after you so you look used to it basically you'll get used yeah. to it and it'll yeah yeah and a funny story from when i was younger and i trained yeah. in ottawa i was probably five six seven years old um we had a russian coach back then who made us do some off-ice training and he had us all put our heads between our legs and spin in circles as fast as we can and then we had I've to done that as a kid <laughs> that's just... right and then you have to walk that straight line almost like you're walking the drunk line and i guess that was his way of training our vestibular systems so i don't do that with my athletes i don't find it's necessary but there are people that do it so i remember as a kid i used to close my eyes and spin and that was that was just brutal too i could probably yeah. stand up after that yeah yeah Exactly. So that's just your vestibular system going bit nuts there, I guess. Yes, you got it. So you you work at what, your new cancer clinic in Toronto again? Sports medicine? Sports medicine specialist. Sports medicine specialist. So at that clinic. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Do you, have you seen increase or decrease or what have you seen about concussions and the concussion people, clients coming in with concussion symptoms or because of due to concussions? Have you seen increase, decrease in that in your clients? Yeah. I mean, um, just since we started our protocol, we definitely have had an increase in clients coming here, um, a lot more referrals for concussion management. Um, so what we offer here is a very thorough assessment um, for all concussion patients. So we look at the vestibular system. We look at the ocular motor system. We look at uh, their cervical, so their neck function. Um, we look at their exercise capacity. So again, looking at that sub-symptom threshold. Um, we do a lot of proprioception type of exercises. And so we basically have the clients come in. We do a, a thorough screen. We obviously try to clear them and make sure that there's nothing worse, so that there's no brain bleed or any other red flags that we have to send them back to the hospital for. Um, and we don't have optometrists here. So like I said, we do a screen of all the systems. So it's not really within our scope as physiotherapists to be diagnosing anything in the oculomotor system. Um, so we do a screen to see if they're having visual symptoms. And if these aren't healing spontaneously, let's say after a month or two, then we refer them on to optometrists to do a full neurooptometric exam. Right. Um, and that's what Dr. Blanc spoke about. And I refer a lot of my clients to her, um, to Dr. Petal, and to a lot of optometrists in the GTA. Okay. Um, but then the ones that we can treat here are usually ones that have cervicogenic headaches, um, cervicogenic weakness. Um, 
we do train a lot of vestibular uh, and proprioceptive problems. So we do lots of balance exercises, um, different reach exercises. We do work on gaze stability and that type of thing. Um, but again, if there's a heavy ocular motor component, we let the optometrists assess. They send us the diagnosis. They send us the plan. And then I can incorporate, um, as a physio, some of their eye exercises into my vestibular and cervical training. Um, and then we also have that exercise component where we put them on a bike or we put them on a treadmill. We see um, how far they can exercise without symptoms. And then we have them training on that end. We also have dynamic functional training um, as another type of um, appointment they can do. So they'll train specifically with our trainers to work on neck strength, core strength, um, and more sport-specific stuff once they're ready yeah. to be passed on to that phase. Wow. Okay. Well, actually, you, uh, you and I both mentioned proprioception in this, in this discussion. So, And we haven't really defined it. So if people are listening, we don't know what proprioception is. Can you just... Give a quick definition of it, please. Um, so proprioception is basically your body's sense of where you are in space. And proprioception comes from our muscle and our joint receptors. So we have muscle spindles in our muscles. And we have Golgi tendon organs in our joints. And basically they send signals through the our sensory nerves up to our brain to tell us where we are in space. Um, but the proprioceptive system doesn't work by itself. So it works with our vestibular system, which is, it starts in the inner ear. Um, and that also sends signals up to the brain to tell our brain where our head is in space and how fast we are moving in space. And then we also have our visual system, which everyone, again, takes for granted. And that tells the brain where we are in space as well. So these three systems work together um, to basically give us a map of the world, a map of where we are. They ground us and basically are the center of our balance. If that makes any sense. That makes a lot of sense to me. It's great. Thanks so much. And uh, so you be this sport medicine specialist, you've worked there for how long? I've been here for four years. Four um, years. So I did my student placement, my clinical placement here. Um, okay. When I was in Ottawa, I came down for six weeks. I went back to Ottawa and finished my master's. And then I worked here ever since. So I started here right in September of 2012. And I've been here since. So actually, so I guess you can't tell what the uh, what the perception of physiotherapist was before you worked there. But uh, generally, do you think there's a misconception, or how do people? We need to we need to just generally other people that you are a physiotherapist. Do they do they anytime ask like, okay, oh, I have a concussion, or or is that or is something that they don't think physios have a role in in helping with? I guess, sorry, I'm just confusing. Is there, is there a misconception? Um, well, about- I think there's, there is. I mean, there's a mixed bag of things that we see. Um, so some people are, people in the sports world are pretty familiar now with the idea that physios can help manage concussions. Yeah. Um, it depends who they see first. I guess if they see a medical doctor yeah. first, it depends on whatever perception that medical doctor gives them. Um, but I mean, physiotherapists were direct access. So people can come to us off the streets yeah. and, tell us this is what they're feeling and it's up to us to be able to differentially diagnose within our scope of course and um, to be able to refer onwards so refer back to different sports medicine doctors um, and to other specialists if we think that there's a bigger component than just what we can help them with yeah um, so I think as if physiotherapists, especially in the last few years since um, 
since the the program has become a master's program is our training in differential diagnosing is very high and uh, um, we are good at referring on and at kind of staying within our scope and keeping things ethical so um, I think the big misconception around concussions is that when people are treating concussions others think that that they may be maybe saying they can heal concussions and that's not the case. Yeah. We know yeah. how long the brain takes to heal. Um, yeah. We know there's tons of spontaneous healing. As physios, we just try to help manage the patient so that we can optimize their healing. Yeah. Um, we try to take all the evidence that's out there and put that into their programs so that if there is anything they can do to help their coordination come back or their ocular motor function um, start to stabilize better or get their conditioning up, we put that into their program. So we try to work with every every system of the body and increase its function. Um, and then we try to manage uh, symptoms. So one of our specialties is to manage pain. So headaches is, I think, the number one uh, reported symptom with concussions. And we can't help all headaches, but we can definitely help the cervicogenic headaches. We can refer on to our medical doctors um, when medication's needed. Um, and again, we don't treat everything. We, we refer on. So if someone's having a sleep disorder, we'd refer back to a doctor, um, if someone's having visual problems, we refer to an optometrist. Um, and even if the vestibular problems are in the periphery or kind of out of our, our scope of practice, we would refer on to an ENT or to a vestibular specialist. So um, I think the physio plays a huge role in um, managing the concussion and in directing patients to where they need to go in terms of care. Um, and just on top of that, I f the reason we started our protocol here at Sports Medicine Specialists is because... We were getting a lot of patients with concussions that had seen probably 10 different specialists, but none of them were really getting anything from it in the sense that they knew they didn't have a brain bleed. They knew they needed to rest. Um, and that's all they really got from seeing everyone. And I think it caused them more anxiety just seeing so many different specialists. Yeah. So what we're trying to do here is sure. only have them see specialists that they need to see yeah. and manage all of their symptoms so that they feel in control of the concussion and they feel like they're doing the best they can um, because no one likes to sit back when they think they can be doing better and improving faster. So we get patients improving at the fastest rate that they can with the evidence we have to date. And I mean, I hope there's more and more evidence that comes out that allows us to help speed up the process. But right yeah. now we're, we just do what we can with them. Great. Well, yeah. So, I mean, so if you, as you as your clinic, you'd only see athletes basically, but, um, Physios can help with concussions, whether it's just somebody's falling in the ice and in the head or an athlete getting, like, checked or in hockey or football getting tackled. So phys physios can help with any any one of the – either one of those situations. So it doesn't matter whether – how they're well, – if they're doing a sport or just generally hit their head on, like, a car door or on the ice, still physios can still help, right? Like, that's – yeah, and we get a, I mean, we try to limit it to sport-specific concussions here at our clinic. Um, but, I mean, I do see a mixed bag of things. So I do have people that just have those random falls hitting their head on the cupboard or slipping on the ice. Um, we do have motor vehicle accidents because a lot of whiplashes are have a concussion component to them. Um, and those are the tricky ones, but we do see a ton of those. Um, so, yeah, we, we work with lots of different types of concussion and people that have had prolonged post-concussion syndrome as well. Oh, great. Well, Jason, uh, thanks, thanks a lot. That was great. And uh, is there anything else you would like to mention or your contact info for you know, your Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, email, whatever um, you want to mention? Yes, let me think. I, try, I don't even know all my handles and <laughs> names offhand. 
Let me just pull them up here. Uh, maybe, Nick, you can post them with the talk if I send them oh, to you. Sure, sure. I'll post you my Twitter. I'll post you the Instagram. Um, and I'll, I'll post you the link to the Sport Physiotherapy Canada website uh, because all of our concussion resources will be uploaded there in our concussion locker room. Actually, um, I have a sport physiotherapy a sport physiotherapy website link in my post about this about this podcast. So that's our link there. But uh, yeah, and I was going to ask you a bit about the concussion locker room, but I'm not sure if you have enough time. But that's just your resource, your resources section of your website. Yeah, so again, that's the, that's the Sport Physiotherapy Canada Concussion Committee that put that together. So again, there's um, a few of us from around Canada. That basically, whenever new evidence comes out or new guidelines, we send it into our executive and we put it up on the locker room. Um, so it's Great. there. It's free material. It's just to educate all of our members, all of our physiotherapy members, um, to educate the public. So everyone's welcome to any of the documents. And they're all evidence-based. We don't put anything on there that's not. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. So thank you so much, Sean, for for agreeing to do this talk today. And I know you, know you have to get going soon, but uh, yes, and good luck to you. So how many skaters do you have in Montreal for this? Um, in Montreal, we have six, so three ice dance teams. Okay. So yeah. both both men and women? Yes, they all, they're all men yes. and women ice dance teams. So cool. three girls, three guys. <laughs> well, good luck to them and good luck to the rest of them, anyone who's not Siobhan is not their coach. Good luck to them too. But uh, yeah, thanks, so Jim. thanks and thanks again. And uh, it's great thank you so to much you. for having me. It was a pleasure. Once again, I would like to thank Siobhan and I would also like to thank you for listening. I hope you listen again soon. The music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound. www.bensound.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 